delicacy that can take the world by storm. Two chocolate wafer-looking thingies with this sweet cream filling inside. And we ain't talking about Twinkies, gentlemen. I'm talking about Oreos. That's right, today's podcast is not sponsored by Oreos. Why am I bringing this up to you? Well, I have a box here in front of me of Oreos. It's about halfway empty. Um, yeah, that's our sponsor today. We're, we're desperate for sponsors. I, I mean, last week we had SW. This week we got Oreos. So uh, if you're interested in, I don't know, maybe advertising a product, maybe a fashion line, maybe you guys are into, uh, you know, gymnastic courses or yo-yos or duct tape or whatever you guys are into, uh, find, find the email below to get in contact with me about doing a sponsorship for this. Now, with all that out of the way, it's chow time here in Pittsburgh. Where are you at? Let's do this thing. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. What's going on? It's a brand new podcast. It's, uh, yeah, what's today? Friday, February 19th. Good Lord. All right, we're, we're already past halfway in February. Welcome aboard. Um, hope you had a good Valentine's Day. And if you didn't and you were alone, you know, it's okay. It's, it's okay. That's why, uh, you know, Pizza Hut's open. You can order a pizza, sit your ass down, open it up, eat the whole damn thing, you know, whatever you guys are into. Uh, me, myself, I had a nice relaxing Valentine's Day with uh, the missus. I think I uh, I think I outdid myself in the Valentine's Day gift department with uh, a, a uh, Charlie Brown themed coffee mug. Came with this little Charlie Brown thing. It's, it's incredible what they sell you these days. I didn't even have to go online. I actually found it in store. And that's the thing with this, this weird pandemic and everything going on right now. We don't get to, like, go into stores and just, you know, buy stuff anymore. It's, like, it's not cool. It's, like, uh, foreign art now. We just can't do it. Like, Amazon, eBay, all those uh, all those delivery apps and everything. Postmates. Postmates is the one I'm thinking of. Where you can, uh, you can, like, send them to the grocery store and tell them what you want. Like, all this weird stuff, man. Like, we can't even just go to the grocery store anymore. What are we doing? You know, that, that's just weird to me. Personally, I mean, I always liked going shopping with my dad when I was younger. You know, every weekend, get me in the car. Sometimes my brother would go, sometimes he wouldn't. we just go to the grocery store. You know, we went to like two or three places to go shopping. You know, we'd be out. We'd be having fun. We'd be telling jokes, laughing. Again, I'm like maybe 10, 11, 12 years old. That That used to be the thing, man. That was the thing. I mean, I didn't have a... I didn't have a cell phone when when I was like 10, 11, or 12 years old like they do now. So it was uh, it was a thing. And like even now, even going, you know, alone with other people, you know, like it's nice to still get out. But, you know, it's, it's dangerous to go out now because of everything going on here. It's just, it's the way it is. It's the way it is in this world right now. It's just so weird. You know, we're, we're coming up on a year of this thing. You know, we're 11 months into this pandemic and COVID and everything. We're almost a year into it. Heard on the news, these, uh, they gave out the wrong 
vaccine dose to people up here in Pennsylvania. I don't know if you heard about this. 50,000 doses that they gave out. It was the second dose. So they're supposed to get it in two doses. They gave people supposed to get the first dose, a second dose. And like, they don't know what the side effects are going to be. They don't know, like, you have the second one now if we give you the first one later. They, they don't know just yet. But apparently it had something to do with like labeling. Like the labeling was hard to read or wasn't, someone just misunderstood, I guess. But 50,000 doses that were supposed to be, you know, the second dose for people to complete it. Now it's their first dose and they don't know what it is just yet. Weird stuff, man. However, something really interesting that uh, I saw on the news. Um, they have put... I, 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 want, I don't want to mess this up. They put like a... I guess like a new Mars rover on Mars now. I think it's a rover, technically. So they had a new Mars rover land yesterday on Mars. It's already going around. It's already... I guess like taking samples, looking apparently in the news, and this is interesting. They're starting to look to see, you know, if there's signs of extraterrestrial life on Mars. Now I'm not here to, you know, bring out the tinfoil hat community and say, you know, let's let's really dig and get into this thing. But I'm just saying, aliens. That's what extraterrestrial means. Aliens. And who knows? Maybe there is aliens. If there are, sweet. Let's hope they don't, you know, do anything bad to us. Everyone's got a different take on that, on the alien stuff. I was talking with uh, my girlfriend about it two nights ago. Aliens seem to be, you know, an interesting topic. You know, some people, you know, like they bring out the tinfoil hat and they're like, you know, they're coming any day now. Other people are just like, well, you know, maybe they're out there. I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast with Elon Musk that happened last week. And they were talking about getting a space spaceship out to Mars, starting to populate Mars, build like a civilization on Mars. And Elon Musk brought up this theory that I never even heard of. And now that I think about it, I'm even like, whoa, this is, this is a bit of a hard hitting topic. Like it even surprised me. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of deep. So what he was talking about I forget the name of the theory, but it's it goes two ways. Either there is extraterrestrial life or more life forms outside of Earth, and there there's a ton of them, not just like one, or there's none at all. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to... I was listening to this because I couldn't go to sleep. I listened for like half an hour, and at this point, like I, I tuned out because I had to go to sleep. Or like if I kept listening, I'd probably be up all night thinking about this. He's like, I don't know which one is scarier. The fact that we have, you know, a bunch of aliens or that we are the only life forms in this wide ass galaxy that we live in. And I was like, okay, I need to turn this thing off. By this point, it's like 12.31 a.m. and I have class the next day. I'm like, you know what? I got to turn this thing off. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this. It's, it's weird to think about. Think about that. You know, think we're the only planet with life forms on it. Wouldn't that be something? I that that's kind of creepy. You know that movie. Uh, what was that name? It was a book, and then it was a movie that came out a few years ago. It was uh, took place in on Mars. The guy gets stranded. I'm actually looking it up. 
think it was Matt Damon. Martian. Martian. If you've seen Martian, this is a good reminder for you. The movie Martian, you know, like there was, uh, if you haven't seen it, Matt Damon is an astronaut. There's a team of astronauts that are on Mars. They were taking a bunch of samples. They're about to leave to go home. I guess technically it's like a tornado that hit or like a sandstorm on Mars. It was a sandstorm and, you know, they thought it killed Matt Damon's character. Turns out he was alive. He was able to live on Mars long enough, send out a signal back to NASA back in uh, Houston, Texas. And, you know, through all these like struggles and triumphs and everything, he actually, uh, and, and the power of science. I, I can't explain this to you how this works. That's why it's fun to watch, honestly. He shoots himself out of like Mars, like atmosphere and gets picked up by the uh, space shuttle that was going back home. They turned around to get him and then went back home. It was a really good movie. So that's something very similar to what we're talking about here. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a topic, man. That That's creepy. Like imagine those first few people that go to Mars that actually start to like inhabit in it, start to build some form of civilization. Like to me, that'd be airy. Like you're sitting there and you're like, you know, building or like, I don't know, excavating or whatever the hell they're going to do. And be like, wouldn't it be crazy as hell if, like, this, like, green Martian thing just, like, stood in front of me and it's, like, you know, points, like, a little laser gun at me or some shit. You know, I'd just be irritated all the time. Like, what if something attacks me? Or what if nothing attacks me at all? You know, like, that, that suspense, man. Like, that heavy, heavy suspense. That would be creepy to me. That would be scary. Like, you're just waiting for, like, a real long time. You know, like the suspense is kicking in and you're just like, well, you know, when's this, when's this thing going to happen? That'd be creepy to me. I don't know. I, there's some brave men and women out there. Some people aren't even flawed by that. To me personally, I'd be a little creeped out. Anyway, I mean, Mars, man, they, they landed the thing. They landed that Rover. They're, they're already starting to do stuff with it. And they're, they're talking, Elon Musk is talking a game again about, this Mars thing, apparently like two years, he said this thing's going to happen. So who knows? Maybe, maybe soon we'll be doing podcasts and vlogs and reality shows and whatnot on Mars. <laughs> who knows what's going to happen? Anyway, uh, let's get into what I, wanted to actually, what I wanted to actually talk about today. I think I'm getting back into the swing of this thing. I you know, just went off on this like little tangent of life. But um, what I wanted to talk about today was uh, something that's I think it started on YouTube. I think someone termed it a while back. It's called creator burnout. Um, creator burnout, if you don't know, it's when it's when you make a lot of stuff in a short period of time and you run out of good ideas and you don't make stuff that's good for a while. And you have to like take a break, pause, stop. You have to do something to... Uh, get back on track so if you haven't heard of this concept creator burnout um it happens it happens i think it's a real thing personally i don't it doesn't happen to me often back when i used to do it every day but um gosh where do you even start with this so when i did this when i did youtube very consistently made videos every day and really you know gave it hell gave it a hell of a spin and a hell of a chance to see if it would stick (laughs) 
and see if I'd take off at, at all. Um, there, when I was doing it every day, I'll be honest. Yeah. I mean, it was, it got tough because when I first started, like I could tell stories or say anything or show anything at the very start. And it's like new stuff to people. Like no one knew anything about me on the internet yet. No one knew like who I was, what my deal was, why exactly I was doing it. And like, I didn't even know the answer yet. So like you do it so consistently and you start to say stuff and you're starting to put stuff out there. And then eventually you like, I can't really say that again because now it's out there. They already know it. Now that's old news. If it comes back, unless like there's a new development on something. So I don't think I reached burnout probably until I'm going to say after like maybe a year of doing it about a year of doing YouTube. I'm saying that because I think I did, I did a lot of stuff in the first summer when I was vlogging. And what I learned from that was, you know, if you're naturally good at just hitting the button and just saying whatever you want to in the middle of anywhere and not worry about it, you're golden. And I had that for a while. Um, and honestly, that was like the ticket. Like I was able to, I was able to turn on the camera, start doing stuff. No problem. Um, maybe I'm thinking maybe it was a year in, I turned on the camera one day and I planned to do like a normal vlog. It was a normal summer day. And I, I planned on doing a bunch of stuff and just having fun along the way with it. And I just could not film. I didn't have the words. I didn't know what to say. I didn't, it just didn't feel right. Like I, I bombed. It, it was a day where there was a video that wasn't made. I remember I had a, I had a point and shoot camera and I was, you know, when I was doing this every day, I was excited, man. Like I wanted, like I had this hunger and this drive and like, I didn't know where it was going to lead to yet, but I knew like, I like to do it and I'm doing it now, you know, like focus on the now. That's what I was doing. I just did not, I didn't have it. And, um, there've been very few times I do retakes on stuff for videos. And this, this is an honest to God truth. I never did retakes when I first started on stuff. What I did is what I did. Cause I was still feeling it out. I didn't know what the hell I was doing still. About a year in, I did a few retakes left and right. I'll be honest. Um, when this, when this burnout happened, I, I maybe did like, six or seven retakes of the intro. And I was like, well, maybe I don't need an intro. So I skipped an intro where I just like acknowledge the people watching me. And like, even then I'm just trying to like jump into what I'm doing and that doesn't even work. It just like, it doesn't feel right. Like it felt like the first time, the first few videos I actually did it by myself where like, it just didn't feel right. It felt awkward. Like I'm forcing something that's not supposed to be forced. It, it, it was a strange, weird feeling. I'm not going to make this up. It, it was a weird feeling. You know, I, I just knew in my mind, this is not working. So I, the, with um, TikTok and YouTube, you're going to hear creator burnout in people that you watch that make stuff maybe every other day sometimes you know there's still people that do everyday stuff and you know that's a dying art now but you can hear people say like you know i'm hitting like creator burnout or like i took a break because of creator burnout and like they take like two months off or something like that and they come back 
And yeah, it, it is, it's a real thing. I, to me, it's a real thing. I mean, I've experienced it. Um, there was a time when I was making videos where it felt forced. Like they really just felt, I just felt like, you know, man, I'm in the same motion. Nothing's interesting. Nothing's changing. Like th this, this is terrible. For some reason, I still went through with a few videos that honestly are just repetitive and I went with it anyway. Um, yeah, weird stuff, man. Um, I don't know how many people that listen have been on the creator end of this stuff and like you really try to make this thing work, but when you have creator burnout, it, it can take a bit of an effect on you. I mean, I was in, I was like holding up for like a week and this was completely new to me. Like the first time I experienced this like creator burnout, didn't have ideas, didn't like have the words to like just get something going. Like when you can get momentum going in a video, you have momentum. I, I mean, I, I can get it every now and then, but like serious momentum, I could not get. I, I just, I couldn't get it for this thing. I did not have it. I didn't have it in me. I didn't have it with me. I just didn't have anything working on my side so when after this first like burnout happened like this video did not happen i think it took maybe a week to two two weeks to to do this thing again i, I was like kind of like freaked out a little because like the first time it happens i was like so what went wrong like I, I sat down with myself and i was thinking like what went wrong here why couldn't i do this like where where did we go wrong trying to make this thing happen and you know i was like you know i i'm being pretty hard on myself because you know for a guy that doesn't make money for doing this i'm doing it every day or five days out of the week or every other day that really established like a hard drive in me too back when i first started that really like set like a foundation for me to really start going at it of course, now I'm not really, you know, that intense. I'm not really going that hard at it anymore. But, man, every day, that was something. I just had a flashback. That was something, man. So, creator burnout, you're going to hear it in, like, YouTube and TikTokers. You know, on TikTok, they're like, um, I got to schedule out my TikToks. And I'm like, who the hell does that? Who sits down actively and schedules out their TikToks? It's like, I'm going to sit down... I got five that need to come out today. It's like, what the hell is this? Now, you see, YouTube, and I got a problem with this, but this is something that YouTube does now. They have this thing called YouTube Creator Academy. It's, uh, to me, it's garbage, but it, it's what they do to try and make people, make people better at doing YouTube. They want you to have like a set schedule and everything. And, you know, it works for some channels, but then other channels, it just doesn't make sense. There's this one channel I watch, you know, it's it's a tech-related YouTube channel. And, you know, every Thursday, the guy comes out with a video. It's like Thursday between 4 and 5 at night. I'm like, you know, that makes sense, though. But then if you have, like, a vlogging channel, like, if you had a vlog come out, like, every Friday at noon, to me, that just doesn't make sense. And, like, it's something that was filmed on, like, a Saturday, a Sunday, a Monday. And, like, you're getting it, like, five, six days later. That, to me, that doesn't make any sense. I, I don't understand why, why you'd hold off on that. See, when, when I was doing it and I was filming every day, I could just turn that stuff around. 
and I wasn't getting into heavy editing and um, like heavy conversation. You know, if if I came out with like a five minute thing and like there was like little to no editing done back when I started, that was success to me. Like that, that was a good, good note to me. To me, that said like, you know, you, you're good enough to be able to figure out like how much time you can put into a video each day. It's interesting because I used to be, I used to be really good at this. I would just based off filming, knowing how much stuff I can keep and not keep when I go to edit videos, I knew this is going to be like a four minute video. There's going to be a seven minute video. There's going to be over 10. I used to be really good at that. Now it's a little more difficult. Now, you know, because I'll be honest, I've had to be more careful with what I make, what I put out right now. It's not like when I first started, because I didn't think, you know, I was going to get into film school and I was going to be doing all this stuff. I No one thought that was going to happen with me. I didn't even think that yet. I was a very carefree person. There was a point where I, like when I started, I was like, I'd never cursed in a video. About a, close to a year in, I said, oh my God, left and right. I'm just throwing curse words everywhere. And, you know, it's it's what it is. You know, I, I got so used to it. I got comfortable. And that's really when the real me kind of came out. And I wasn't that worried about it. But, you know, I used to know, like, what clips I was going to go with, what clips I wasn't going to use. Because, like, every day I'd have to start thinking about it. And I'd be like, what is this going to look like before I go to sit down and edit? Because, like, I'm already thinking, like, I'm doing it again tomorrow, so what is it going to look like? That That's what I was on, man. You know, last, I think it was last week I said something about, like, you know, grinding. That was the grind, man. You know, I had to plan. I had to plan a lot of this stuff out. I didn't plan out videos, but I had to plan stuff out. There was a video in 2017. I think it was the first time I did Bean Boozled. These damn Bean Boozled videos that came, I think there's three of them. I never planned these, okay? These were other people that said we should do it. And I was like, you know what? What the hell? What do I got to lose? And so I just went with it. Like, I did not plan stuff. Recently, of course, I've planned stuff. Probably since, I'm going to say since 2019, I've planned stuff out. You know, I, I like to look at, you know, the amount of time that I've done this and how long I've done it right now. I like to look at this as, the first like two to three years was really figuring out like what it is I'm doing. And then these past two years is like, um, now that I know what I'm doing, let's experiment with some different stuff and let's just have fun with it. Cause you know, I really don't expect this YouTube thing was going to take off. I'm surprised with where I got, I'm surprised with what I have now, to be honest. But I, I, for someone that doesn't chase views or dig cloud or clickbait or any of that stuff, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty damn satisfied with what I've done. I'm really happy with my logo and the purple, um, the purple theme, the purple branding now that I did for my four year anniversary. I really like where that's going right now. Really, if you have not seen my channel and you're a listener, I'll put a link down there. I think I put one in every week, to be honest. Like, I really want you to check it out. The purple branding for my channel, I really like it. I honestly wish I would have called it Scotty Vlogs a lot sooner and had that purple branding a lot sooner. It stands out. It, it looks good. 
it, I'm, I'm not just here to toot my horn, even though it's my podcast. I'm not here to toot my horn, but it really looks good. I'm, I'm really happy with the change in the purple. I'm really happy that, you know, instead of holding two other names that really were never there when I was really killing it, I'm glad I made the change. I really am. I'm glad that, you know, it's something that reflects me. It's mine. It's something that I've built. You know, it's, it's something, it's something that's mine. And that's what I like the most. You know, when I come back and I got like two, three, 10, 20, you know, however many views I get for some videos, you know, some people probably look at me like, why does he still do this? Like he's not racking anything in. He's not even monetized. Yeah, 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 blah, 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 TikTok stuff. All that TikTok jibber jabber. Like he's not getting clout. It's like, cause I, I ain't here to do the clout game. You know, like if it takes off again, sweet. If it doesn't, well, at least I have fun doing it. That's the thing. Didn't start it for clout. Not going to end it for clout. Now put that shit on a t-shirt. That's that's the truth. I mean, that's the honesty in all this. You know, people go and they make TikToks for one reason. Clout. What is TikTok? It is a giant advertising billboard. If I want to go and advertise my channel on TikTok, that's what I'd do. And I've tried a few. And even then, it doesn't stick. You know, I've really figured out, you know, like, out of all the social media platforms that I've used, like, which ones stick with me. And I'll be honest with you. iFunny on my phone. Some don't consider that a social media platform to me. iFunny, iFunny is life. Twitter's sticking and Snapchat are sticking. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all that baloney. That stuff ain't sticking, man. It's, it's just the way it is. I, I used to be the exact opposite, to be honest. Like Instagram and Facebook stuck out to me and Twitter didn't really carry any value to me. But now Twitter's carrying a lot more value to me than any of the others. It's kind of weird. But it, it's carrying a lot more value to me than other platforms, other you know social media aspects. Yeah, greater burnout, man. It, it's a real thing. It really is. Um, you know, think of think of some channels that you used to watch that, you know, maybe they did something every day, every other day, every week, and then they kind of changed it. They changed up the way they did things. Part of that could be from creator burnout. And this is the thing that I hate. You know, when YouTube was pulling the rug under people, a lot of good names left YouTube because of money. And, you know, money is that all be all to end all power driving thing that everyone has to, you know, revolve around. Unfortunately, there were a lot of good names that I watched back in the day because I started watching YouTube a long time ago. That just kind of, you know, left because of no more money for them. And honestly, you know, when when you make a living off it and you you relied on it as a as an income that worked for you. I don't blame you, to be honest. It's not fair. I can't blame people for doing that. It's just a shame, though. You know, like, who knows where they'd be still if they never left. That's something that I always wonder. You know, a few names that I used to watch, like, imagine where they'd be right now. If they never left, if they continued to do what they loved to do, and YouTube did not become what it is now. Imagine that. 
you know, now, you know, we're, we're going to see a TikTok boom here, just like we did with Vine. I think it's already happening with TikTok, where people on TikTok will start to come over to YouTube when they realize if you meet all the requirements from YouTube, you can make money. Because TikTok, you can't. You can get advertisers, but you don't make money just based off, you know, like a video that gets like a million people or 10 million people or whatever. But you can definitely get ads and sponsorship and everything. Yeah, that's what it is, man. Creator burnout is a very unique thing to go through. Um, I've had a few in the past few years. I haven't had many because, I mean, honestly, when I slowed down, I slowed down. Like, if I had something to say, I had something to say again. Creator burnout happens, you know, when you really put in the time, put in the work, put in the effort. When you put all that stuff in, that that's when this thing happens. That's when this thing kicks in. And it strikes at different points. I think vlogging channels especially can go through this. Um, especially, you know, if you're just like the average Joe like me. Like, I'm not... I'm not, you know, like Tony Hawk or, you know, I'm not a baseball, football, social media star, movie actor. You know, of course, they're going to have plenty of, like, stuff to talk about, do people they know. But, you know, for the average guy like me, I, I didn't have, like, you know, a million friends, set schedules, all this stuff to jump out in and be like, you know, I'm, I'm going to have something amazing to show off today. Like, I never had that. Like, seriously, when I started, man... And this is still true now. I'm winging it. I have no plans. I'm winging it every time. It just so happens to work out well. I felt like I got really good in front of the camera. Like, it took a while to look into the camera lens and then, like, make it seem like I'm really into this and I'm really good at what I do. It took a while. It took a while, man. And, you know, I've had talks recently with, with a few people and, uh, you know... It, it's like uh, they they kind of look up to you and like they're interested in what you'd have to say about something. And to some of those out there that are listening that that may have that that glimpse of like, well, what does he think? Look at it this way: I've I've been doing this gig now for almost five years, and you know I I've never made a paycheck here. I've never I've never gotten anything from this platform. I've put a lot in and I haven't gotten a lot in return. I really don't have a community base. And, and you know, that's that's just all benefits if it just so happens to work out for you. Unfortunately, I'm not that kind of person that had all these benefits work out. So even though I've worked at it now for almost five years, you know, for five more years, when I hit 10 years, maybe things will be different. If I'm still doing it at 10 years, I mean, who knows? That's the thing, like, there is no set schedule for this thing. My last video was February 1st, February 2nd, something like that. It wasn't a, it wasn't that great of a video, to be honest. It's just the way it is, man. You know, I'm not, I'm not out here looking for, you know, the next million view video. You know, th this is something that slowly turned into a hobby and a passion and going to film school and everything, it just turns out that, you know, I've gotten really good at, at editing and knowing 
how things should look, what things should look like, having a sense of direction, workflow. Like I've gotten all that over, over these like five years now. It's not just something that you, that you come out of the gate knowing. It's something you have to work at. It's something you have to earn. Just like losing weight, and I'm not the best example of this, you got to work at it to earn the results. You got to work at it, man. You know, I keep telling myself like, hey, you know, every day I'm going to start, you know, like going on walks again. It's just too damn cold and it's snowing every day up here. I can't do it yet. Same thing. You know, like if I was in Maryland, yeah, I'd probably be walking every day again. You know, you got to commit to things. And don't be expecting results on the first go around. Don't be expecting after a year, two years. Like being a YouTuber, every human that walks the damn earth wants to do that. That That's my age and younger probably. Not all of us get that dream where, you know, we get to make money off it. But the beauty of being on YouTube for me is that anyone can do it still. They haven't taken that away from us yet. I think they will soon, personally. But as of right now, I get to make my own stuff. And I like it. You know, I don't have a producer. I don't have a director. I don't have these people over my shoulder nitpicking at me and telling me like, you can't say this, you can't do this because you're the one that makes those decisions on your own channel. And I love that part. Like if I say a joke and it lands, I'm keeping it in. If I say a joke and it didn't seem like I delivered it well, keep it out. I get to make those decisions. That's the fun in this. That That's what I like most about YouTube still is that there is no one that you have to answer to for your stuff. You can make it however you want, how you want to make it, that's all up to you. That To me, that's the best part. That That's what this is all about. You know, five years, almost. Getting to August, man. Shit, that'll be five years. You know, I, I haven't gained many subscribers since 2000, late 2017, 2018, something like that. Like, I have not taken off in a long, long time, man. And, you know, part of it's because I'm still in college. You know, like when I get out of here, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what I'm going to make? You know, when I'm out and I'm, I'm not living in my parents' house, I'm not living in college anymore. I don't have to do all these, you know, schoolwork assignments and, you know, COVID's over. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I might, I might be like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to do it every day for like a week just to do it. And you don't have to answer to anyone. If you're going to do it, you can just do it. That's what I like best. You know, it's cool because when I went out to Colorado, I get to relive that stuff. I just get to relive it. And it's just so cool to me. I, I just get to go back and like, oh yeah, this was the day I left Maryland to go to Colorado. This was the day that John and I went out to do this. Or, you know, we went to the Rockies game. Still one of my favorite videos. Um, you know, we have all these different things that we did in Colorado that I have on film that's on YouTube. It's on a hard drive. So if YouTube screws me over, I still have it. Like I get to look back at all this. It's the benefit of the hobby. It's the benefit of doing it for so long. You know, like I've, I've done this for a long time now. To me, it's a long time. It feels like I, I've done this for like 10 years, honestly, already. But I've done it for so long. I've put so much hard work into it. I've learned. I've grown. You know, I've learned a lot. I've learned like 
what I put in is what I'm going to get back. I've learned like how much you put in will be this amount of what you get back. I've learned all of that now. I really have. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm starting like famous brands and everything like some of those guys out there. I never said I wanted to do that anyway. I just like to have fun with it. And that that's the thing with this is that when people do this, they lose sight of having fun with it. So if you're listening out there and you're saying, well, I want to do photography or I want to do my own podcast. I want to get into radio. I want to, I want to write, you know, all these creative aspects. I'll be honest, go fucking do it. I ain't stopping you. I encourage it. Go do what makes you happy. All right. It's going to start out as, you know, like uh, as a hobby, just like anything else. If you want to be a writer, you got a, a nine to five job and your only time off is on weekends, devote an hour, devote two hours, write some shit, write some shit at night when you get home from work, do some of this stuff. You know, if you really want to write a good story or you want to get a book going or something, sit down, pull out the pen, pull out the quill, whatever you use, get this thing moving. You know, if you're into photography, even with your phone, just start taking some pictures, man. Who, who knows what's gonna, what it can lead to. Start, start a photography Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Just go and put your shit out there. Don't even use your actual name. Just just put it up under like an alias or what those called Finstas. Just do stuff like that. You never know what it can lead to. And you know, if, if you can beat me in five years and you can get like brand deals and money from what you're doing and whatnot, shit, then you beat me. You, you tossed right past me, honestly. But if you're having fun with it, you're doing good. You're doing something really good with yourself. It's a hobby when it starts. And after a while, that hobby has to grow. When that hobby grows, it turns into a passion. If you stick with it, that passion can then become something maybe you make money from. Maybe you sell a story that you wrote. Maybe your podcast does actually get a sponsor, unlike me looking at a box of Oreos and saying, oh yeah, Oreo sponsors this shit today. Who knows? You never know where things can lead you. But you're not going to know if you start doing it. You're not going to know. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. You're not going to know if you don't start doing it. Get your shit together. Get this thing moving. Start writing now. Start filming, recording, producing whatever the hell you want to do this is the beauty of the internet you have so many outlets you have so many different places so many different weird things make money now i recently found out that amazon pays you if you read books and you record it for them to use for books on audio that people can buy it's not much but like 10 cents to do like a page or something like that it's like well damn that's i've never known that so now I'm thinking about it. Now <laughs> I say it out loud. Like this is this is the shit I'm talking about. Like 21st century internet, all that mumbo jumbo. Now's the time more than ever. I mean, you can really get your shit moving. You can really make a change. If you can take control and you can get like if your hobby is writing, truly start writing. Start submitting some stuff. Look up websites where, you know, people can look at it, give you feedback maybe. Look up websites or places where you can submit it. 
Maybe you get to actually get paid a little for something. Maybe it's in a feature piece. I mean, there's there's all this stuff. I have a friend. We, one of my podcasts back on YouTube before we made the switcher, I don't know if I got it on Spotify. I don't even know if I have it, unfortunately, anymore. Met in community college. Um, guy does poetry. Very nice poetry. He had a, a small book of um, poems that he wrote get published. It was called Heartbreak and a Young Man. Look it up. I forget his last name. His name's Tiandre. Shout out to Tiandre. Good friend of mine. Haven't talked to him in a while, unfortunately. But um, we we did a podcast, and it it the book the book's called Heartbreak and a Young and a Young Man, and he got it published. I mean, these are just poems that he's been working on. He's been putting his like heart and soul into, and it's a passion. It's a hobby. I don't think he was under the impression that you know. This was going to take off. It was going to be a book and stuff was going to get, you know, published and produced and stuff like that. That's pretty cool, man. That's that's a great example of when you when you stay in your passion and you just work on it. And when you feel to the point where like, well, let's send this out. Let's see what it gets. Maybe it'll come back with something. It's a beautiful thing when it happens. Good example for me. I mean, YouTube was a was a guide for me to figure out how I was going to make things, how, how I was going to, you know, find flow, find technique, find like the good visual for uh, post-production. Did sound on a film, next thing you know, I'm editing the thing. It's paid. It's a paid thing. Why is this all happening? Because I had the confidence, because I reached my hand out. The worst thing people can say to you is no. That's the worst thing they can say. When I applied to do sound, when I put my name out there, second day of production, like, hey, I added also. The worst they can say to you is no. You never know where it can lead. And so many success stories out there that you can find is because people just said, you know what? F it. We're just going to put ourselves out there today. Maybe we're coming back with something. Maybe we're not coming back with anything. But the worst they're going to say is no. Don't be afraid. Have confidence in yourself. Get up out of your chair now. I mean, start. Don't listen to this shit. Get up and do something. You know, you really got to hone in on that passion and that hobby. Work at it, man. Work at it for as long as you want until you feel that you've reached a point where not until you reach out and get feedback on it, will you ever know if it's truly good enough. And even if it's not good enough for one person, who's not to say someone else wants it? You know, it doesn't take much for you to get a book published these days, I found out. You know, you don't have to be famous. You just need to have a good idea, have a great, great reputation of writing it out, maybe having a good proofreader, a good editor, then just come out of the gates. There's plenty of like um, publishing warehouse distributors and everything. And next thing you know, that book can be out there on the shelf. And who cares if you make money off it? Shit, it's a book on a shelf. Go to go to Barnes and Noble. I was gonna say Borders, but I don't think they exist anymore. Go to Barnes and Noble and take a picture of it and put it on your social media. And be like, holy shit, look at this! There's a book of me out there. You know, we're not talking like your personal narrative or your life documentary or any of that stuff in a book. Shit, we're not talking about that at all. We're just talking like, you know, I wrote like a, a teen drama story about vampires, chickens, and uh, flamingos. That shit's famous. 
It's like, hey, I got I got like this mini award at some mini uh, writing festival. Or hell, I think it's cool. And if I ever wrote a book, I hope this would happen to me before they put me in the ground, to be honest. If I wrote a book, I would love to read like a few chapters at like a uh, a small bookstore. We have a bookstore in uh, back home in Maryland in Frederick, down in uh, the city. It's called the Curious Iguana. I mean, that place is just cool to begin with. But um, before COVID and everything, back when I was the editor of the newspaper, um, there were they had a lot of guest speakers for uh, books, and like this isn't a chain place. This is like a one stop place. I guess mom and pops the term. But you go there. And there's like someone reading like every Thursday night, every Friday night. It's like a comedy place. It's like a comedy store. Like it's not a chain place that you're going to. It's just a small joint, a few tables, a stage, a mic. You got five or six people that come out. They're going to start saying some jokes and shit. Same thing, except reading Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights. So-and-so is going to be here. He's going to be reading a few chapters from his book, followed by a Q&A. That could be you if you want to write. I mean, shit, it, it can happen for anything now. For music, I mean, there's plenty of people that do like those demo things. I forget what it's called. It's on YouTube. It's a demo channel. And the guy finds demos off like SoundCloud and releases on iTunes and, and stuff like that. And he brings the people on. He plays like their song and then like a Q&A. And it's like a live chat and everything going on. And like the guy's just getting like exposure for it because he wasn't afraid to like put his song out there and you never knew what it could lead to it's the cool shit like that that makes me wake up and say you know the internet's okay because that's how some of this stuff happens that's how some of this stuff you know gets formed gets led to it's the cool thing about this for me i mean shit i've made i've made a lot of videos I've learned so much from doing it. I've had so much fun from doing it. I feel like after I graduate, I have an advantage over other people that aren't in the same shoes that I'm in. I know internet media. I know what it looks like. I know how to get it there. I know how to make it look a certain way. I've got that visual aspect engraved in my mind. Some people can't say the same. It's a truth. Some people just can't, you know, say the same thing. And I, I feel very lucky, you know, graduation is going to be coming up here in a few months. And I feel very fortunate that I'm in that position to be able to leave here and have a vision and be able to visualize much easier because I know what it takes to get it there. I, I've, I've made so many things. I know how to get that visual. I know what components you need. So that's that's it for today. It's it's uh that's what it is, man. Hopefully this is a little inspiring, a little encouraging, you know. Uh, if you never take the first step to start believing in yourself, you're never gonna believe in yourself, man. It, it's a fact. It's a truth. If you start taking the right actions today, the day you're listening to this, Friday. Today, the 19th, you're going to start seeing changes in yourself. And if it's your hobby, if it's your passion, you wake up and you say, you know, photography is what I want to do. You start out posting a few things, you find a few groups, 
you, you put out an ad on Craigslist and Facebook and shit like that. Next thing you know, you're making a couple hundred bucks a weekend because people like nice pictures taken. And you have an actual camera and stuff like that. Small stuff like that, man, can lead places. They really can. But you're never going to know until you put yourself out there. I thought this podcast was going to be about creator burnout today, and it kind of was for a minute. But I hope this was a little more encouraging, a little more inspiring for you. If you really want to do something, damn it, man, get up and go do it. All right. That's the podcast for today, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we are close to March. I didn't think we were going to be in here this long, still doing podcasts. We haven't missed a Friday this year. <laughs> I don't even know how that's possible, to be honest, but thank you so much for listening. Um, next Friday, man, we're going to be here unless uh, something happens. We'll be here next Friday. Have a good weekend, and uh, we shall talk next time.